Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unnecessary Noise. I'm your host, TJ Tullock. The reason I stuttered there for a second, a little stall, uh, my mic suddenly clipped in, and I could hear perfectly. I'm not sure if it was my mic or my headphones. The point is, I can hear myself really well now, crystal clear, and uh, I'm coming at you on this beautiful summer Wednesday night. It's not even, is it summer yet? Is it officially summer? When is the first day of summer? I thought it was like June 27. Let's ask my favorite friend. Hey Google, when is the first day of summer? Summer in Northern Hemisphere began on Sunday, June 20th, 2021. There you go. Wednesday, September 22nd, Pacific time. Sunday, June 20th. So yeah, we are in summer. We're like three days into summer because I can add and ends on like what what is hey Google when does summer end summer in northern hemisphere began on Sunday June 20th 2020. September 22nd Wednesday, September 22nd Pacific time. hey Google thank you you always say thank you to Google as we've established wow. it's not for nothing they say Canadians are polite see you get you get good quality answers like that anyway I, it's a nice, it's, my point is it's a nice summer evening here in the Matrix, allegedly. No, I, I think, I think we're, I don't think we're in a simulation right now. We could be, you know, that's the point of a real good conspiracy is that, you know, a really good conspiracy you can never prove, like whether or not we're in the Matrix or not, whether or not AI's already taken over. I can't prove that. I have my suspicions. You know where I got that quote? The the good conspiracy you can never actually prove? I was watching Conspiracy Theory. And I swear, it's... The reason I was watching it, I was a fan of it. We watched it when I was a kid. It's a movie by Rich, directed by Richard Donner. Guy that made Superman, The Goonies, all the cool movies. Uh, and, and then he also... Uh, it stars Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. Uh, and it's... And Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart is in that film. He plays the bad guy. Give, Mel Gibson bites his nose. It's great. It's actually a really good movie if you haven't seen it. I, I recommend it. Uh, but I, the sad thing is, I realized just how Mel Gibson's character plays a conspiracy theorist who turns out to be more than he appears. And he's kind of creepy, and he's a little out there. He's a very troubled individual, and I, and I realized just how much uh, this podcast is starting to sound more and more like Mel Gip, the newsletter that Mel Gibson's character publishes, Conspiracy Theory, although there are some key differences. I think that, you know, in the movie, you know, and this is, I think this is just, for me in general, this is what differentiates this podcast from, like, that of, let's say, you know, an, an alt-right, crazy alt-right wing or like super high-end conspiracy theory like evil left wing you know mine is more less about you know the fascination with uh you know who did what when and more the uh nuances of the inter-office politics you know i i don't care about the overthrowing of governments and who's meddling in what nation and what are we spying on i'm more just like i'm more interested I'm curious about little things within the CIA, like the break room. We were talking about the break room the other day. 
You know? What happens in that break room? What type of food do they have? Do they have a Keurig? Do different field agencies, do the different field offices of the CIA have uh, have different different amenities? You know, I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure Langley, like CIA headquarters, has much better food than, let's say, you know, like a field office in I don't know Washington or Oregon or you know none of it. They they wouldn't have a CIA no CIA that'd be that'd be CSIS. San, Constable Sam Ichabod Smith. Oh yeah, bud. Sometimes I just set up out, outside the Timmy's, eh? There, bud. He's kind of sounding a little more Minnesotan, and and I, I think there at moments I almost sound like I'm from Chicago. Hey, bud, you gotta give me a break, eh? There, <laughs> it's, I'm, it gets worse. Constable Sam Ichabod Smith stole my accent. And yes, that was me sipping on a delicious, tasty beverage. Um, I wanted, but I know I'm fascinated by, like, who do they argue over who gets the better cubicle? Who got first dibs on the office chair? Well, Greg and I worked on that case together. How come Greg gets the chair with the adjustable height? Okay. He's not even that tall. Do you have any idea how hard it is to find a decent office chair? You know? And they're like, well, it's not in the budget. How is it not in the budget? How is this not in the budget? Explain to me this. You're telling me that you guys can afford a marble floor. You guys can afford all these lasers that protect your computers. And have nobody and all this magical encryption. You guys can can afford all this surveillance, satellites, and technologies. But you can't afford a chair with an adjustable height. And on that subject, how come Greg gets the the cubicle by the window? He gets a view. I'm stuck mid-row. We both started at the same time. You know, I've actually done more work than him. You know, and he doesn't have to work nights. You know how many times I've been listening to some clown with a podcast up in Canada just on the off chance that he might divulge some serious information? You know, every time we mention this, do we really have to listen to every podcast that mentions our name? You know, I get it. It's an algorithm. But Greg doesn't have to do it. How come Greg's exempt? Oh, he got a, he got a note from his doctor? Oh, a note from his doctor that says, Oh, I'm allergic to podcasts. Oh, he can fire a sniper rifle. He can, he can hit. The sweat of a mosquito's brow with a sniper rifle from four miles out, but he can't handle one overnight shift listening to podcasts. Whatever. Whatever. This agency freaking sucks. <laughs> oh, and he ate all the Triscuits in the break room. 
<sighs> Freaking Greg. Can we get that in a memo? Can we get some inter-office memos happening here? I don't know. <laughs> just poor angry field agent that's just mad at Greg. I don't know, Greg, Gary. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even allowed to call him Greg now. Agent Johnson. Oh, buddy. And how come he's allowed to have a cool handle like Eagle Slayer? Which, and I, I got Pink Bunny. Ugh. Oh, oh, you guys thought that was cool. I'm fascinated. I bet you there's somebody out there. I bet you. I bet you there's some disgruntled CIA agent like that. That's at least if there's not. I hope there's not. I hope they're not as petty as I am. But you know what? They're at the end of the day, we're all human, right? We all have these certain urges. We all have like certain things that kind of bug us. And you know. Doing surveillance, doing that boring grunt work, making sure the world's safe, making sure that, you know, you're protecting your country's interests. That's got to wear on you after a while. If you're seeing the same people day after day after day after day. All right. Do you have to really click your pen, Greg, like a billion times before you start writing notes on the wiretap you did? So annoying. Yeah, that little slurp. You have to smack your lips? God. How did you get hired here? I don't think you could sneak up on anybody. You're not even... I'm so... Wait, Greg gets promoted to the field before me? He's an analyst. I know three different languages. Ugh. <laughs> this poor agent just keeps getting passed over because... Oh, my Greg. We started at the same time. I have more education than him. I have more field experience. Ugh. I successfully... <laughs> I've su success... Success? Success. Success. This would not be a podcast if I... This would not be an unnecessary noise podcast if I didn't kind of slur my words at some point. I've successfully completed, like... 10 missions in the past month. What's Greg done? What's Greg done? And he gets the corner office. He gets promoted to the field before me. I'm the one that has to check out all the listening posts in Alaska. You know? You fart one time in front of the boss, in front of the deputy director, and suddenly you're the pariah. That's probably what happened. <laughs> you nuke fish in the microwave one time at the CIA, and next thing you know, you're on a listening post in the Arctic, petting polar bears and hugging penguins. Actually, no, there were no penguins in the Arctic. That would be when I visit the Antarctic. Boom. Mic drop. Mic. Pants drop. That's that's a dad joke waiting to happen. You know. <laughs> How did <laughs> No, I wow, well, I I thought of something really dumb in my head and then it giggled and then I'm like it's too stupid to say on the air. 
I should say it on the air, but I'm not going. Like, it's not even bad. It's just really dumb. And he started giggling to myself. I mean, and then this is coming from something, like a guy that's just finished ranting, going into a character act of the angry interoffice politics of CIA agents. Oh, oh, he got the new badge. He got the new ID card. Okay, whatever, man. Whatever. He... His budget? The budget for his operation? You're approving that? It's $50 million more than mine. Bruh. Bruh. I'm done. I'm done. I gotta move on. I gotta, There's more to talk about than just Greg's secret agency. Man. Hmm. I've been... Eating McDonald's a lot lately. And I don't like when I eat McDonald's. I don't feel good about myself. I'm not proud of the fact that I'm eating McDonald's. This is just a confession. I've eaten McDonald's, I think, twice in the past week. And I'm not, again, it's more just out of convenience. It's not out of, like, I necessarily like it. I don't like the way my body feels when I eat it. It's just, it's so easy. It's right there. You can go through, you can pick up a McChicken burger. And yeah, it you feel dirty. It's like, you're, you're, I feel dirty about it. But you know, at the same time, I feel really good. It's like a never-ending battle with me and junk food. It's it's tough. That That's the one I can't. That's the if there's one vice I probably have that and just well just impulse buying in general I think I think that probably plays into if there if there's one addiction I have it's just impulse impulse spending and suddenly thinking yeah I really need that I really need oh yeah that sounds like a good idea the amount of dumb purchases I've made over the years I would say questionable purchases because some of some have worked out the rare ones have worked out. But you're thinking to yourself, oh, I definitely need this right now in my life. This is a very important thing. And then five, like, you know, five months later, haven't touched it. Never been to fun. Uh, there was one I bought, and it did end up working out. Probably the one that I, I, I bought that just, I, just completely did not end up using, at least to the degree that I thought I was going to was this, I guess it was a vocal, it was a vocoder. It was essentially what Reggie Watts uses when he is doing his his beatboxing and creating music uh, on the stage. I thought I could do, I wanted to learn how to do the beatboxing that, that Reggie Watts did. Now, no experience, but you know, I also, it was also like, I think it was the beginning of the pandemic, and I'm like, well, I got to have something to do, you know? <laughs> couldn't have just taken up, like, couldn't have got, didn't want to get strings for my guitar. I had to get a beatboxing machine and a vocoder. So I ended up dropping, I think it was like 700 on the two of them. Which, again, it was mostly because I had, like, I just, yeah. It was a dumb purchase. There's nothing... Yeah, luckily I was able to resell them five months later because I wasn't because I wasn't taking it anywhere. It's not like they're portable. 
You know, and not only that, but had I done my research, I would have found there's some other better options that I could have bought for a similar price that did both functions. That one might even be a little cheaper. Oh, well. The impulse buying is probably the weakest. So if you want to get to me, CIA, Amazon. Oh, and the targeted ads on Amazon. That's That's when I know it's, you know... AI has got me. Targeted ads. Because, you know, they work. They do work. I'm sorry I'm yawning. I'm not tired. I'm not boring myself here. But tar targeted ads definitely work on me. I see something that I didn't even know I wanted. And I will, I'll go on Wish. Out of nowhere, suddenly, bam. I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? I need that like those like fifty three arc like thousand arcade games that I haven't played since nineteen ninety four. Even though most of them are just different variants of Pac Man and Dig Dug, yeah, no, no, I I definitely want that in in my life. Yeah, it's a bit. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. It's like uh, like the that. that aggressive agent at the CIA. He's a little jealous. He probably has some impulse problems. That's why they won't let him in the field. Yeah. Maybe they'll pair him up with uh, Constable uh, Sam Ichabod Smith. Oh, yeah, there, bud. You just got to calm it down, eh? Now he's sounding Minnesotan. Oh, my gosh. Every time I do the accent, it's not very Canadian. It's It's not. It sounds more Irish. Irish, there's me Irish. Why is my my Irish sounds like a basset hound howling? Irish, or Mr. Spielberg? That's a very terrible. That's a very terrible Irish accent. I gotta. I'll go back to the drawing board. It's not even because it's not supposed to be a an Irish accent. It's supposed to be a Canadian accent, and clearly I can't do a Canadian accent. Life's rough. What can I say? It doesn't get any easier. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier when you're growing up, kids. That's the bottom line. So. <laughs> it just. Yeah. You know what? I think we're pretty much. We're going to end this one off pretty quick tonight. Um, yeah. That's pretty much all I got. I think the moral of the story is, hey. Be happy with what you got. And, you know, it's okay to be upset, be a little jealous every once in a while. But don't focus on everybody else's problems. Focus on your own. That's how we come full circle. Just like that frustrated agent. Seeing when, you know, Agent Greg Johnson got everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Greg? Greg? Really? Oh. Oh, he gets to go uh, fill in for old 007 there, eh? Oh. Oh, Felix Leiter is sick? Oh, and he gets to go pal around with old James... Guess who gets to pal around with old Jimmy Bond? MI6, part of that inter-office coordination. Meanwhile, I get stuck with Constable Sam Ichabod Smith. Hey, bud. Don't worry. 
I know a couple hot spots too. You know, you can go hit up the local Timmy's and then I'll take you to an AHL game. Sound good, champ? Maybe, maybe hit up Moose Jaw. It just doesn't get, it doesn't get better. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Maybe I'm done talking about, I keep saying I'm done talking about spies and stuff, but I'm not. Not yet. All right. You guys have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Peace.